walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, the hottest part of the ring. Yeah, because <laughs> we're Talking about a British wrestling promotion skipping across the pond. Yeah, I would turn this podcast off at this point, too, if I was a listener. But I'm here. I'm queer. And we are here to talk about some queer stuff. I mean, there's actually there's a good amount of queerness on the show. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Although I think the aggressive use of sex toys, condoms, and gimps... On progress, chapter twenty-three are a bit are a bit egregious, but we get into that, uh, so to speak. I'm shot out of a cannon because I'm just so excited to talk to you guys about some progress wrestling, chapter twenty-three. Uh, first of all, if you're just hopping in, you're like hardest part of the ring. I I just don't give a turkey about progress wrestling. Well, I'm here to tell you that you have a tiny cock. So, just kidding. It's nice and girthy. But um, hey, if you if you want to learn about, it, I mean, look look, you're listening to this episode. I'm not a progress expert. I'm learning. I'm watching stuff for the first time, and you're listening to it for the first time, perhaps. If you're that kind of person, you want to start from the beginning. You want all the context to what we're talking about today. Not that you necessarily need it uh, for this episode, but if you want to hop along the journey with us, go to apronbump.com. Go to the episodes tab and you can select any promotion era of wrestling that you would like to journey along with me. And you can select progress wrestling and that'll bring you to all of my progress wrestling reviews. I started from chapter one and have worked my way chronologically up until now. Chapter 23 and chapter 23 is a good one, man. As with this era, pretty consistently great. Uh, great shows here. Great wrestling. Interesting storylines. We got um, the furthering of a new crop of heels. The, the you know chapters like ten through twenty were pretty much all centered around Jimmy Havoc. But again, not on this show. But the company is definitely making strides towards building new heels. And uh, I think they did some pretty effective things on this show. Um, the Progress Championship, of course, on the line. You got the champion, Will Ospreay, defending against Mark Andrews. Last chapter, chapter 22, ended with Mark Andrews returning because he's been on excursion 
in uh, TNA for a bit, has come back and has challenged Will Ospreay for the Progress Championship because these two lads have had two previous matches in progress, and Mark Andrews has beaten old Billy Boy both times. So naturally, he's like, look, until you beat me, you ain't the real champ, bruv. Solid story, great match, all across the board, great matches, um, well, for the most part. Um, lots of chicanery there in the Natural Progression series, but we'll get into that. And um, what else is there to talk about? But listen to a lot of Junior lately. You know, Blink-182s and the noobs, how they're, they got back together, they're going back on tour. I don't know, I'm kind of set with Junior, which is Mark Andrews' band. Go check them out. Uh, have been really bopping my uh, my uh, nutsack to them. But no junior on this show. Just Brett from the Brain Buster Boys podcast. Hoo-wee. We have a good old time talking about some European wrestling. A couple of Americans just plodding our way through trying to figure all of uh, this British office humor out of you. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we, we should say this out front. First of all, let me, let me plug Brett um, so I can throw the blame on him. Go follow the Brain Buster Boys on Twitter at Brain Buster Boys. All their socials in the description below. They do an awesome podcast. They talk about wrestling. They talk about sports. They get into it all, man. They get in a lot of new like J- Japanese wrestling, indie wrestling, WWE, AEW. Whatever, whatever really fancies them at the moment they talk about. And they're really him, uh, Brett and his co-host Bo. They do a great job over there. So go check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, yeah, man, great guy. Great, great folks over there. Really entertaining show. Let me and Brett have a good old time on this episode. I just want to point out that I am Asian. <laughs> so any comments that are made a not against the Asians, about the Asians on this episode. I gave the green light, the yellow light, some may say. Um, Am I just making it worse? Um, Who else do we disparage? Asians, um, bald people. If you're bald and you're listening to this, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Who else? Who else? Brit- I mean, you know, you're British people in general. It's all in good fun. Okay. Please don't hate us. Uh, I mean, you can hate Brett. Who gives a fuck? But you know me. I'm a good guy, right? So with that being said, <laughs> does that set the table nice? Let's just get right into it, shall we? Progress Chapter 23 with myself and Brett from the Brain Buster Boys podcast. I'm telling yeah, you. Exactly. I, th- I think that should work. Wait, what, you, what you drinking over there? It's just a fucking Red Bull strawberry apricot. Oh, <laughs> shit. This guy's My roommate lit. works for a company that, like, basically does all of Kroger's shelving, like, in all stores across the country. And he is over, like, energy drinks and Gatorade and things of that sort. So we just get, yeah. like, a shitload sent to our house. So we've been uh, hooked up on the energy drinks Look lately. at you. Look at you. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> hey, man. That's worse things. And it was he was on chips. 
or bagged snacks, I guess it was, like all through COVID. So like we had so much fucking free <laughs> chips, it was insane. So is that a Which promotion? Was good and is energy huh? is energy drinks like an upper hierarchy than chips? Like, is he moving on? I up think it world? was more of a lateral type thing. Um, Do you think it was like gang warfare? You think it's like yeah. <laughs> oh, the fucking yep, chips like guys Survivor over here. Series ninety seven? <laughs> exactly like it. The exactly Bariquas like and uh, who was the the who were the fucking bikers? D D O A D O A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those skinheads. <laughs> Gotta love those guys. Oh yeah. No, no bikers on this show, unfortunately. Sorry, sorry, are sorry. we so just curious? Are we live? No, no. This is. And are uh, you, do you use the video? Uh, yeah, I do. Most people listen, okay. but yeah. you know, I put this. It doesn't in my, matter to me. I was just curious. I put this in my personal spank bank, at least, so I just have Hell it. Yeah. You know, have I did offline. listen to your chapter twenty-two show last night. Oh yeah, yeah, or most of it. I so I often I'll listen to podcasts as I like go to sleep. Just because I gotta have something, <laughs> and it's better without a screen to just have something on my phone. Um, right. So I probably fell asleep halfway through, but yeah, it was awesome. I love the thought of me luring you to sleep. <laughs> Dude, there's another show. It's called The Year of Duke and Rogue. Great podcast. I'm literally kinda... recording with them tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. nice. Uh, so Kevin, you know, he and I have been shooting the shit on Twitter forever, and uh, mm-hmm. he's been on our show once, but. Their show was always the one I would listen to because I was like kind of going through the back catalog and he's like, oh, really? So I'm the one who puts you to sleep. Huh? I'm like, it's a high compliment, brother. Um, so, yeah, now you're in that rotation, too. I guess I just like listening to talk about old fucking pay-per-views because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I fall asleep watching old shit. Like, I mean, I do, too. Don't get me. No wrong. matter how excited. Like, I actually watched WrestleMania 31 like in bed. And I slept through half of it. I still haven't seen like most of the show. <laughs> yeah. One of these days I need to go back and watch it. But I do a lot of like, I'll pick a year in Raw or like I did 2002 SmackDown and I'll mm. just like kind yeah, of start yeah. and just run through. And again, if I fall asleep, whatever, and just kind of keep that. Like right now I'm in like mid 99 of Raw because like that's the shit I grew up with. Too, yeah, so. yeah. That's been a hoot, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's so because there's wrestling always has like those lulls, like when a match starts, you know, it's not nothing's gonna happen for a while, so it's only easy to nod off. But yeah, no, uh, but ninety nine raw, I don't think there's anybody putting dildos in people's asses. And um, <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun. I'm yeah. not confident about that though. Like they did some weird <laughs> shit, so <laughs> some stuff on metal, probably. I don't know. But um, yeah. speaking of that. Progress chapter 23. So you said you uh, got a chance to check out the show? I did. I checked out not only this show, but uh, shit, a hodgepodge of other random yeah. progress matches as well. So you said you went down a bit of a rabbit hole, huh? A L- little bit, little bit. Yeah, because I this was new for me. You know, I'd never had access to it. And I yeah. think I told you over DM, like, anytime I can watch some new wrestling that I've never really seen and I know is good, mm-hmm. I'm going to dive in and... That's what I did. I think I'd seen maybe one match prior. It was a Walter ZSJ match. Um, I don't even remember what it was from, but you know, yeah. I heard it was really good, and it was. But yeah, I probably watched, I don't know, five, six, seven random matches uh, from Progress in addition to this show. So uh, any, any, yeah, I love it. Any standouts that you remember? Yeah, so I think I told you, and you clearly haven't gotten to him yet if you're going in order, but yeah. Cara Noir... I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, I'm familiar with him. I haven't really seen yeah. any matches, but I know who he is. 
So I had just discovered him in DDT. He just made his DDT debut, and I'm like, mm. this guy is fucking awesome. Like, not only the gimmick, the entrance, but he was trained by Zack Sabre Jr., so you know he can work, too. Right. So I watched a match of his with Pete Dunne. Um, while Dunne was still in NXT, I guess a lot of those guys would still come over. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Mark Andrews-Chris Hero match, which was from the early days that I'm thinking you probably have covered. I don't think r- I've Or maybe it's like yet. 30. It might be 30. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah, it's weird because like NXT UK, I think, starts what, in 18? I and, think so. And this is like the end of 15. So yeah. I think there's going to be a period where they all just leave at once. So Yeah, it was a triple threat with, I think, Walter, Rampage, Brown, and Riddle. Or maybe Walter Riddle and someone else. I know like Walter and Riddle are there like in the 50s. I'm yeah. not sure how long they're there. I know Walter's there for a long time. I think yeah. like Riddle just kind of pops in and out. But Big Daddy on this one. Big Daddy Gunther. Man. <laughs> I, dude, I was thinking about that. Like if that was his name, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Like if it was Big Daddy Gunther. That's, but, I mean, that's just, that's fun to say. That's like a roller coaster really out is. of your mouth. It, oh, goodness gracious. Mm. Speaking of roller coasters in your mouth, uh, mm. Moon Pies, right? I don't know how much of like the banter in between the matches you watch because the show starts. Some, it's hard to understand. British people sometimes. really just sound like idiots, right? Yeah. yeah. And I heard you ripping on the British office last <laughs> episode. And I'm in the same boat. Like, I love the American office. I gave it a shot and I'm like, one, what the hell are they saying? Two, this isn't funny. <laughs> but it's, like this yeah. progress, like it's got it's a different vibe like them showing you the banter in between yeah, and like the, yeah. the small what's the guy's name small smallman small smallman like he'll get in there before every match and so it's cool it's almost like a like a comedy show of, and i saw he yeah. is a comedian i've of course done a little done a little reading up oh on i actually him. didn't know that i believe it yeah but. Yeah, he's he's got a stand-up comedy background, and then I guess started working more with NXT UK. Yeah, um, I don't know if he's still around in WWE or not. Because obviously, who NXT. knows now? Like if they'll bring him back for whatever NXT Europe or what have you. But <clears throat> yeah, it's a, a fun, rowdy atmosphere for all these shows I've seen, and uh, this one was certainly no different. Yeah, the crowd participation is uh, definitely a hallmark of, I guess, just European wrestling in general. But progress is definitely a good uh, representation of that. Um, but also a good representation of progress is this opening match. We we brought him up earlier, Big Daddy Gunther, Big Daddy Walter, as he's called yeah, here, good. versus Rampage Brown. And uh, the first thing that struck me here is uh, Walter's presentation. He's yeah. he's so like like the music. I don't know what yeah. the song was, but it's it's not um the symphony, whatever the hell. Yeah, it's not. And just his look obviously compared to what he looks like now is significant of course yeah but i don't think i'd ever seen him back this far like 2015 so yeah it's interesting because i've watched a bit of uh wxw i don't know how much of that you've watched the german promotion pieces a match here or there yeah because he's a huge deal over there like in this timeline but it, it almost feels like he's kind of and underneath, I mean, he's an opening match here. That's how I f- he came off secondary to Rampage Brown. I mean, big yeah. time. Rampage definitely got a way bigger reaction than him. Yeah, um, and I noticed that on the other time I saw Rampage, I think it was against Tommy End. Actually, the crowd gets like really into his entrance. Yeah. I can't remember what they're chanting. Um, but a buddy of mine, we found like a Rampage. It was Rampage Brown Walter from NXT UK maybe last year. Yep. 
neither of us had ever heard of that guy and we're like wow he's a badass match was really good and i'm like wait till you see this motherfucker in progress and how <laughs> the crowd treats him and it's like he's a real badass there yeah no rampage is fun as hell yeah that that yeah. nxt uk match that was like was it wrestlemania weekend it was it was like buried in between like a bunch of other shit yeah so i don't know if, how many people even watched it but it was it was a really good match i think it might yep, have been actually yep. the same week as the champa walter match so i don't know if people were necessarily I talking th- about that it that does sound right yeah um but yeah yeah walter coming out here just like a hoodie just you know yeah. skipping out there no not a lot of presence to him i mean he's still a no. big bastard but like yeah this is how far he's come it's just it's fun to see that but uh i feel like he may have had a smile on his face at one point yeah that was bizarre (laughs) get that out of here sir for real what are you doing uh well it uh he he made up for it with the uh the match itself because this is the uh the epitome of big boys slapping meat or whatever uh, and what an opener too i mean (laughs) this show was awesome first of all um but like this was what about an eight minute match and they broke the fucking ring Dude, right away. We're like goddamn five minutes into the show and the, yeah. the ropes explode. I think it was just like a whip into the corner. Uh, yeah. Had something like that happened before on any of the previous shows you'd seen? Um, Not like that. There was one time where somebody undid the turnbuckles, but n- okay. none that just exploded like this. Just out of yeah, it was pure insane. girth. Um, so yeah, the ropes explode like pretty soon into the match. This is after just an insane chop battle between yeah, these two yep. guys. By the way, Walter's still a great chopper even back then. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, still as good as ever here. And, uh, yeah, so the ropes, it's like there's just the bottom rope connected, but they're still going at yeah. it. Uh, Walter hits his, his power bomb, and he hits a, a first rope splash, which was Yes, <laughs> which I've never seen before. Yeah, like it, it, just that setting of the ring and what it looked like, it's like... You know, I feel like you've seen it when the big show and Brock yeah, or whatever yeah. broke the ring and it's like, that's that. But this for them to keep going and to use the rope, use that first rope yes. and a big motherfucker like Walter flying off it. Like it was wild, dude. Crazy, crazy. It's a testament to how good he is, man. Just improvising for like real. That. Um, I love the save the ring chant. <laughs> the, the, the fans that they, they care. You yeah, can't say they, they don't get care. it. Because there was a situation, I think it was last chapter or the one before it, where the they had this like canvas. It had like the progress logo on it, and some other people like signed it or something. But then there was a um a hardcore match where there was like tacks and shards of glass were everywhere, and it like ripped up the canvas. So the crowd was like bummed out that they had to like get a new can. It was it's a whole thing. There's there's a whole lore yeah. to progress. It and- seems <laughs> like it. Like I haven't really seen any Chikara. But I feel like mm. the two companies, from what I know about both and now have seen this, are somewhat similar. Like, yeah. have you seen any Chikara? Here and there. Yeah. How similar is it to Ring of Honor? Like, old school Ring of Honor? Uh, a little bit. I mean, obviously, the British fans are different than American yeah, fans. Yeah. But in terms of, like, how the fans are, you know, treating it and interacting with the wrestlers, like, I think there's definitely some similarities. And I'm kind of... Yeah. You know, I'm not super duper well versed in my old Ring of Honor, but I've certainly seen you know bits and pieces here or there. But yeah, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty pretty similar vibe if you're comparing it to American wrestling. Yeah, yeah, as close as it gets, I suppose. Um, but Rampage. Another. No, go ahead. I was gonna say another thing I love just from their website. I I think it's like press pro wrestling for adults is how they market it. This is that or what it is? Oh I, yeah. <laughs> which I just yeah. thought was awesome. 
it's yeah no i mean it's very uh very vulgar i think this show yes. is real well other than the uh <laughs> one of the matches is uh relatively tame um yeah we've had people you know try to decapitate people and stuff like that on prior shows so i don't <laughs> think there was any of that on the show no casual casual it's on yeah. you got you got yeah. people really want the title you see so you gotta do what yeah. you gotta do um but uh, Walter, he goes for that first rope splash, but misses. Rampage grabs him, hits him with a huge pile driver, gets the yep. win. And uh, yep. yeah, fun match. Just a hoss fight. I'll, I'll never not like a match like this. Oh, no, me too. Yeah, I, I live for shit like this. And um, yeah, also loved the, I don't know if you caught, I made a bunch of notes as I tend Please, to, but let him fly. At one point he did like the, the elbows, like the Blackpool Combat Club kind of do, but it was like mm -hmm. super slow motion. So it just looked really <laughs> funny and he's so big. Um, but then what about the post-match? Uh, one, I think it was Walter slapped <laughs> Brown. He slaps him back. Or no, it was mm -hmm. Brown slapped him. He slapped him back. And then he got a forearm. And then Walter's like, all right, let's shake hands. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Because they slapped each other. I was like, oh, okay, I think we're just having fun. And they start headbutting yeah. each other. I was like, wait, hold on. This is a little hostile. But then they just hug and kiss. And yeah. All that stuff. It's just what they do, I guess, over there. Yeah. Just but keep yeah, that what in a mind. Way to start, what a way to start the show. And like you said, like. Very crazy to see Walter in an opening match and the mm. underdog and losing. Just coming out there to some country music or whatever the hell. Yeah, like whatever the <laughs> fuck it was. The music is all pretty funny. Like, uh, yeah. I know the origin later. Here I go oh, on the road God. again. <laughs> I'm just like, seriously? And then the next match, obviously, yes. we'll get there. I didn't know he was part of the group. And then I'm like, what the fuck is with this music? Everyone just shares music. <laughs> and like, it... one thing that kind of I didn't like is in very few things but just overall like the announcers would never talk when guys are walking to the ring mm -hmm. it was like always silent and i'm like i don't know who the fuck these people are you know <laughs> i looked at the card ahead of time but you know i wasn't really kind of keeping so i'm like who is mm -hmm. this and then you don't really know till the introduction i don't know it's like i like a little like hey here's this guy who's yeah. got this little mini story but also just who the fuck is it because i really don't know but yeah aside from that very few complaints like i really really had a blast watching this yeah yeah the commentary so uh rj singh and glenn joseph are com other commentators and yeah. this is like their third show commentating so oh they're they're good commentators the audio i think is the, like they, the levels are weird they so you can barely hear a it. lot yeah, yeah. like because what the joseph guy screams constantly and like <laughs> so that's like a yeah. meme apparently that's like his yeah. thing, i guess but, i can see that um but yeah but yeah i agree there's some uh like I, I watch a lot of old school ring of honor and i always pick on the commentary because it's so like exhausting to listen to but yeah. that being said he, they do get over the stories very well they do. it's just like too much a little bit but it's kind of the opposite very end british of loud and in your face yes yes and then yeah like you said the audio levels and quality like is jarring when he mm -hmm. screams a lot too but it's fine <laughs> he gets like, he's, pas he's passionate I'm, i can get behind that for sure so are you not screaming at your you know whatever you were watching this on when you were watching yeah. uh jackson's sex come out oh my god 
Yeah, this, the, so here's our uh, dip into comedy, and holy shit. Like, I, <laughs> and again, oh, not, I didn't know Progress was kind of known for a lot of comedy. You know, I listened uh-huh. to your last show where it seemed like that show definitely had a lot more comedy than this one. But yeah, mm-hmm. with this one, this was it. But holy shit, did they come hard and in your face? Yes, I mean, <laughs> who didn't though, am I right? I know, I know I did. When I saw that gimp come out, that was it for me. That was, um... <laughs> so, I'll lay out the match first. So yeah, it's, it's the uh, <laughs> It's a natural progression series quarterfinal match. And if you're not aware, the natural progression series, this is like a, a breakout tournament of sorts. It's a tournament with, like, lo- lesser-known guys. And the winner gets a title match at some point, which we, uh, we see the... The, the second natural progression series, like up for grabs later in the show, which is a whole weird thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, so these three guys are relatively new guys. So you're not, you know, it's OK that you didn't know any because I didn't know two of these guys, at least. Yeah, so yeah. we have Damon Moser versus Shen Wu versus Jack Sexsmith. <laughs> it sounds like I just made all those names up, but those are like, real. Really? People. Did, like when I saw the match, I'm like, who are these guys? Shen Wu? You big Shen Wu guy? Bit huge. Huge. Huge Wu. Woo, woo, woo. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Woo, woo, woo. Kenny Wu. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) D2, the Mighty Ducks. There we go. There we go. It all comes together. (laughs) Speaking of coming together, we got Jack Smith. Sex Smith. He's getting me all flustered and excited. Yeah, let's come together. (laughs) He's got his Mr. Slave out there with him. Coming out to uh, When I Touch Myself by uh, who, who sings that? Is it uh is it um when I think is it Paula Abdul? You, I, I think I think it's go ahead Paula yes. Abdul. But I, I do want to note before that, when the gimp first comes out, it's to the music from Pulp Fiction when the gimp is uh, in oh. that film, and that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So I popped from the music, seeing okay. the gimp, and like again, not knowing who Jack Sexsmith is or anything of where this is going, and then he comes out. With the dildo in his pants to the song. Okay. It's not carrying just the holding hands with the gimp coming out, and I'm like, all right, I'm on board for this. <laughs> the the dildo has a name, Brad. Oh shit, I'm sorry. What's what's the dildo's name? Do you remember? I don't. If they brought wait, it up, hold I on. Don't. Or Never wait, mind. is it Mr. Mr. Cocko was the condom? Right? Yes, you're right. Yeah. I, I I stand corrected. It's not. Yeah. The, I think it's just a dildo. But uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> Mr. Cocko, of course, is the condom. We're still talking about wrestling, everybody. And yes, um, yes. Damon Moser's there. Yep. So yeah. we got <laughs> no Damon. Moser's... Which he was pretty good, you know, like in yeah. terms of the wrestling, like he was probably and Wu, you know, with the striking. But uh, yeah, obviously, Sexsmith was doing his thing. He sure was. He sure was. Um, Some backstory. So Damon Moser was originally a part of the origin, which is a faction that we'll see a little bit later. But he was kicked out pretty much immediately because fuck him. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and then Shen Wu, who was um, Chinese. It's pretty much all. I mean, you picture a Chinese guy in your head. That's that's Shen Wu. Um, who likes doing martial arts strikes and kicks? Because of course he does. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? In his body, in his black and yellow bodysuit. He didn't seem like a. He just seemed like a normal Chinese guy that they put. Yeah, like he a, didn't look like a wrestler, martial artist, or anything. Just yeah, just a guy. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll still uh, hopefully Shen Wu finds success later in progress because I, of the uh, 
I hope so. He 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 got his he got his in this match, but um, I'm just looking at my notes and I'm just shaking my oh, head. Oh yeah, so, so uh, yeah, same. I like sexually frivolous, morally ambiguous. Of course, mm. is fun. He yes. kisses Jim Smallman. He's got his funny dancing, and then what I really liked is measuring up with 14 inches. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, and then he pulled out the dildo and was twirling it around, and then uh, Wu uh, gave him the old Gorilla Monsoon Pearl Harbor job from behind. Wait, what? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> and, like, all... So I kind of grew up on like WrestleManias 1 through 13 because my brother's okay. friend had the box set, and I would just watch them over and over as a, like when I'm 9, 10 years old. But Gorilla uh-huh. Monsoon and those like early WrestleManias, he would call a Pearl Harbor job basically when you attack someone from behind when they don't see uh-huh. it. So for I'm whatever like, reason, he's Chinese. Oh shit! <laughs> I wasn't even. I honestly wasn't even uh-huh. making that connection. Cancel Brainbuster boys. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, that's actually really, really funny now. Because um, yeah. I noted it later on. It happens. Uh, Marty Skrull does it as well later on. Ah uh, yes. And it's just funny because I've never actually used that term on our show or any other show I've been on. And just so happens, the one time I get excited about using it is with a Chinese guy. So <laughs> yeah, cancel that's, me. That's, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes, man. I hear you. Yeah, it really. I is. hear you. Oh, uh, well. But yeah, that kicked off the match. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a per- good old Pearl Harbor to start off the match. <laughs> From the Chinese. From the <laughs> Chinese. Um, <laughs> Moser's in there. He's, he's kind of, he's trying to hold this all together. You know, he's throwing yep. out knee tremblers. He's got a kind of a Pete Dunn-ish vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a Kmart version of to Pete Dunn. <laughs> um, a Butch, sorry. And we yeah. have a... Um, this is actually a really fun spot where Wu has a, a Boston crab on Moser. Sexsmith mm. like goes behind Wu yeah. and makes a tap out noise to get uh-huh. him to let go, which was a pretty unique spot. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, capitalizes by rolling Wu up as he lets go, but gets two counts. I think it's is it at this point where Sexsmith's tights get pulled down on a sunset flip? Yep, and they stay down through the duration of the match. Of course they did. This is his the ass is just out there. <laughs> second chapter in a row where somebody's tights got pulled down on a sunset flip and they refused to pull them up. <laughs> I hope this is not the long term storytelling I get with progress. <laughs> I'm about to stop watching this shit. Was it Sex Smith again last time or was it someone no. else? It was uh, <laughs> Jonathan Windsor who had a less nice ass. Not that Sex Smith was mm. particularly fantastic. <laughs> But um, if I had to pick one to look at, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, we he had, sat on his face and then hit multiple flying bum strikes. Is that is that the technical term? Flying bum strike. That's what I believe. That's what they said in the match. Yeah, it, it's, Naomi would also do those in WWE. I don't know what they called them then, but the uh, the rear view, I believe. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. I've just always called it the flying ass. That's it. Might as well be. It might as well. I think Colt Cabana used to call it the flying asshole. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, yeah, so we got J- uh, Jackson there. Pulls out Mister Kako. Wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got you got the dildo first. 
Gotta talk about he the hits him. He hits Wu with the stink face. Right. At bare ass. Full gooch. Yeah. And then he pulls out the to-be-named dildo, which I think now you have to name it if it's not named. I mean, maybe maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be right now. Uh, maybe next chapter. I'll keep you updated. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Moser, I guess, got a hold of it and put it right up right up well, his bum. He had to counter the stink face, so... Oh, that's right. How else do you counter a stink face than uh, shoving a cock up their ass? I mean, that sounds like the logical... Uh... I mean, yeah, what else could you do? <laughs> I mean, I went to wrestling school, and that's what they taught me. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I think it was I'm sure Rikishi's probably had a lot of, a lot of cocks shoved up his ass. I do mean, you think? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen one cock go in Rikishi's ass. I know. But, I mean, yeah, because I guess it's never really been countered. Maybe nobody was had the foresight to uh, have a dildo with them ringside. Or just the mere girth. Yeah, to fit you, up there. you'd have to work it in. That doesn't that doesn't just fall in. You got to. No, no, it ain't Jack Sexsmith out there and his no, beautiful little no. butt. He does have a twinkish figure, doesn't he? <laughs> he sure does. Uh, and yeah. uh, Rikishi is uh, quite the bear. <laughs> see a bear he's not hairy rikishi <laughs> yeah I know. what is a smooth is there... big guy yeah i don't know man this is where I'm i need sure... a, a live chat yeah <laughs> there's gotta be some term fucking matt ritter probably knows he's probably listening yeah. like oh it's a otter or I'm, whatever the hell i'm sure he does <laughs> well he'll let me know um but yeah so we got a dildo in the ass of jack and then uh but Jack, he fights back. He takes the, the dildo out of his ass, pulls out yep. Mr. Kako, which is a condom. I assume a magnum of sorts. Uh, <laughs> didn't get a look at the uh, the brand, but he, he wraps it around his fist, which, you know, good on him for being safe. Yeah. With it, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, uh, Mr. Kako to woo, and uh, M- Moser, Moser tries this, like, wrestling shit i guess i don't know yeah moser's been doing his damnedest to wrestle throughout this whole moser's over here in his black singlet (laughs) his black boots he's like god damn it where why am i here i thought this was british strong style wrestling (laughs) for adults damn it oh it's adult it's adult that's for sure it's adult (laughs) you're not seeing this on uh saturday morning slam or whatever the hell um i don't think so at least but Moser's yeah, in there. Not yet. <laughs> Moser hits a uh, like a fisherman buster to Jack Sexsmith, yep. and then a yep. knee trembler to Shen mm. Wu, and that gives Damon Moser the win. Moving Which I on. was happy to see him win after all that, after all the shenanigans, and he yeah. just wanted to fucking wrestle. He did, <laughs> and he got the W. Well. Jack but again, like very, very fun and obviously completely different from the first match and the rest of the card. So, uh, yeah, I loved it. And, it, you know, not knowing what the hell I was getting into here and not thinking I was getting into this. Yeah, I love was, the thought uh, of me like, hey, let's watch some progress. <laughs> OK, I'll watch it. Well, let's check out what progress wrestling is. And then you see rings exploding and then dicks going up people's ass and condoms getting flung into the crowd like 40 minutes in yes. not even probably <laughs> this is how you this is what we're, we're wetting our appetite here oh yeah oh, i'm wet 
But um, that, oh my gosh, because there are two <laughs> fucking banger matches. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna Among, we're getting into some stuff now. Yeah, among some other just really good stuff. But yeah, yeah I'm for I'm sure. Wet. Well, same here, same here, fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone who's not wet, well, it might be mm. it's Paul Robinson versus Man. Mark Haskins. I've got some thoughts here. So tell me. I did not know who Paul Robinson was. You do now. I came to learn he was part of uh, the speaking out movement, which, well, honestly, half, didn't. didn't what's by the that? way, I, I should. I was going to say like half this card is, but yeah, you you true. wouldn't guess who in this last match was a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shen Wu. Yeah. <laughs> this goddamn Shen Wu. Cancel <laughs> Shen Wu. Yeah, so just Paul, I just have next guy very angry, flipping everyone off, and he's getting in fans' faces is what I wrote. Because, again, I don't know who this is when he's walking down to the ring. I'm just Mm. like, this motherfucker is mad. (laughs) And I guess I respect that, but for whatever reason, I just didn't like him from from the get-go. And I just wanted to see him get his ass beat. And he was stalling the whole time and, you know, showboating to the crowd. And, uh, but yeah, good for him for making me want him to see his get, get his ass kicked. Yeah, I suppose that's the idea. Yeah, I mean, my first note here is Paul Robinson is so hateable because you're right. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> yep, just an angry little man, just a, a bald. He gets compared to Dobby a lot. I don't know if there's any chance on these shows, but, um, yeah. Just jeans, just stupid hoodie. Asshole. Just a bald ass. That should be his name. Bald asshole. <laughs> the bald asshole, Paul yeah. Robinson. It's probably already taken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we got. Um, it didn't make me laugh though, because like you said, Paul, he he's just stomps out there. He's getting in fans' faces. He, I don't know what these fans did, but he's very unhappy with them. And then he's yeah. like, so like goosed up he gets in the ring he like goes to run up to the second rope and then he like trips yeah. <laughs> the crowd makes fun of him and it just makes him more mad yeah <laughs> uh, that's just, just the recipe for success yeah and then a you fucked up fan you fucked up chant and then immediately a fuck him up haskins chant when he gets out there so i can't if i got in the ring and tripped going up trip to my entrance and the crowd was making fun of me i would just go full-on shoot against whoever i'm wrestling yeah. I should not be a wrestler. My first note after that is I don't like Robinson's face. Appears to be very annoying, stalling a lot after the bell. <laughs> and his shit jeans. <laughs> his sheens. Crowd didn't love his because I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with uh, Roderick Strong and his shitty little boots. Yeah. <laughs> so Roddy was actually on our progress show a couple of chapters before this and they did okay. the same chant. But yeah. here they're using, uh, you know, Paul's jeans, which they're fine jeans, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they're no. Uh, who had the best jeans in wrestling? Who's your Who's your favorite jeaned wrestler? Man, I mean, so we're talking not jorts because that would be, you know, obviously John um, Cena. But who wore just jeans? Not that I'm like the biggest John Cena guy, but he's of course the first one that comes to mind. Oh, you're you're about- a well-known Cena, Mark. Yeah, huge. How about Billy Kidman, like late 90s WCW? I feel like he'd rock when he left the flock. He'd rock Mm. like the white wife beater and jorts. Yeah, I just just don't like a shooting star press. I don't know. It it is very well. He was like one of the first to do it. But yeah, it was 
too yeah. low. Like it was impressive at the time. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. He wouldn't get enough hang time. And I remember there was one where he like hit his head on the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it like did it, but just like you said, like splashed on the rope. That ropes. was on WrestleBotch recently. I don't know if you yeah. saw like it's Instagram Probably account. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Good Probably shit. On, on Thunder or something. But uh, I don't know. Who do you got for jeaned wrestlers? Oh, I was hoping this wouldn't come back to me. Um <laughs> Elias is a good one. Okay, you know? yeah. Jeans. Um, how about uh denim overalls? The Godwins. Oh, I think we have a winner. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim, perhaps. Oh, come Kentucky. on now. He's, he's a Kentuckian. That's where I'm at right now. Oh, Granted, see. <laughs> he was. I'm in Northern Kentucky, like eight minutes from Cincinnati. He was probably dead central hillbilly Kentucky. But mm. hey, I, I'll claim Hillbilly Jim all day. I don't think anybody's fighting for him. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Real quick, I know we're already on 50 tangents, but did you ever, when the WWE Network first started, did you happen to watch Legends House? No, I've seen a few clips here and there, but I've never like sat down and watched it. It was at the time fucking hilarious. And like me and my buddies would just like get stoned and watch it and just <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh because it was yeah. nonsense. But like, Hillbilly Jim came off as just like a real wholesome good guy. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. And Mean Gene was fucking exactly like you think he would be. It's so <laughs> funny and just getting drunk. It's it's worth like I might. I kind of want to do a podcast series on yeah, it. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean that, that's a pretty good idea. I'd listen to it. I mean, yeah. you might want to jump on that before you know this idea know. gets out there. <laughs> Don't yeah. take it. Uh, I guess gold. I got can I got canceled anyway. So, yeah, so you're oh, well. done. Yeah. yeah. I'll make I mean. the Pearl Harbor pod. <laughs> Just it'll down. be all about Chinese history. <laughs> Filipinos and yeah. Taiwan. Everybody but Japanese people. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of <laughs> bombing a naval base, we got Paul Robinson here versus Mark Haskins. You know, rings of Saturn's a plenty. We got. Yeah. Well, what do you think? What do you think about Mark Haskins? We talked a lot about the bald asshole. Yeah, I don't think Mark I. Haskins? So I, I realized I mix Mark Haskins and Mark Robbins or Mark Andrews up. Jeez, I almost called him Mark Robinson. So like when Haskins was coming out, I'm like, man, he looks a lot different than uh, the Haskins I saw previously. And then I'm like, oh, right. that was Mark Andrews. Yes, yes. So Main I events. did watch his like chapter. Mark Andrews chapter four against Will Ospreay, I think it was. Okay. Which was awesome. So, like, that's who yeah. I was thinking I was going to see. And then I'm like, nope, that's a different guy entirely. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was pretty good. I think, I mean, honestly, to Paul Robinson's credit, like, I was so much more focused in on him and hating him than right. maybe what Haskins was doing. But yeah, I mean, he, he was a fine worker. Yeah. Not, I'm a big, cause I've always heard his name. But once yeah. I started rewatching all these chapters, I've become a really big fan of him because he started out as kind of like an Adam Cole ish character, more like charismatic and flamboyant. Sure. Now he's you know black boots, black tights, like more yeah. of a um, I don't know who to compare him to. He's just like a shoot fighter kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, martial art heavy and uh, a lot of submissions in this match. And you got Paul just being a dick like it's like Haskins <laughs> goes up to the top rope and or to the second rope and Paul shoves the ref into the ropes and knocks Haskins into like a, like a shattered, shattered dreams position. And yeah, Robinson hits a springboard stomp as yep. Haskins is like hanging there, which is from the second early. rope. Yeah. Yep. For a, uh, a two count amazingly. Yep. Uh, and then Robinson 
tries to do it again, but then Haskins counters into a power bomb. It's mm-hmm. a made in Japan and then a uh, flipping arm bar of sorts for the yeah. tap outs. Love the finish here. Brutal. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I have. Uh, so after the stomp, I have then Robinson followed a pretty followed up with a pretty weak flying forearm. For yes. <laughs> it was not AJ Styles. Phenomenal forearm. Well, he's got Let's tiny little that. arms. You know, yeah. it was the bald asshole forearm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that finish was wild. Like I didn't even know what to put. I have sit out power bomb by Haskins counters Haskins, some sort of big driver into an arm bar for a <laughs> big so, driver. He says, yeah, big driver. Um, I did note that Haskins did the, uh, Katsuyori Shibata drop kicks in the corner times Ooh, two, which I yes, like yes. Shibata, one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was, uh, again, I guess as much as I hated Paul Robinson, I feel like I'm giving him a lot of credit and deservedly so. Cause he, he, you know, despite his stalling and all that shit, like I wanted to see him lose and he did. Yeah. Yeah. And Robinson, I don't know if they really uh, mentioned it during this match, but he spent a lot of time as like a henchman to uh, Jimmy Havoc, who was uh, uh, the progress champion for a, quite a while, a couple of years, yeah. I think. I remember um, you said he was basically like the main character of the first 20 chapters, right? Essentially. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, if you're like ever interested in like rewatching progress, like from the beginning, like the first, cause like you watched Will Ospreay versus Mark Andrews from chapter yeah. four. And the, the, yep. like, if I had to like give any highlights of the first like 10 chapters, it'd be like their matches. Yeah. Um, Storylines. There's not a lot going on until Jimmy becomes like a bigger part of it, but sure. Um, I mean, now that I have your credentials and assuming you're okay, Go I'm definitely going to be watching more. I don't know if I'll be watching full shows, you know, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're a cagematch.net guy, but it's just a good mm-hmm. barometer to find matches. So like, that's yeah. kind of what I was digging into, but yeah, yeah, that, that, that'll lead you it. good. Yeah, I'm into it. Well, are you into uh, umbrellas? Oh, yeah. Well, you're in luck because we have. <laughs> Marty Skrull versus Tommaso Ciampa. This was awesome. And starting with the the psycho killer entrance, which I'd never seen before. Like, that was Mm. so fucking cool. Yeah. Very different than what he would be in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess by the end of this match, I kind of gleaned, was this his final match before going to WWE? I believe so. I believe he's actually, like, with WWE at this point. Okay. Um... So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely if it's not his last match, it's one of his last matches. Here. Yeah, because he kind of got that nice send off from yeah, the crowd. But. For sure. And uh, Marty Skrull is a guy It feels like they're building the, building this guy up to be the next big heel in progress. Yep. Like I said, Jimmy Havoc kind of monopolized that for uh, like uh, several years. So Marty Skrull is, you know, a spoiler alert. He wins this match, but getting a big win over Champa and um yeah, well, what are your thoughts on uh, Skrull? I mean, we uh, we obviously don't see uh, see him yeah. really nowadays, but uh, as, as a wrestler, thoughts on? Oh, I was such a big Marty Skrull fan for yeah. sure. Like, I kind of really first discovered him in New Japan because I didn't really watch a ton Same of like Ring, yeah. Ring of Honor and things like that back then. So when he first came in for 2017 Best of Super Juniors, I think it was, I'm like, and I'd heard of him, of course, and Bullet Club and all that. And I'm like, this guy, he's got something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whoop, whoop, like I went to All In and that chant was very common. Obviously, that was like the peak of Skrull. 
So mm. like anytime you'd be in the concourse, you'd go whoop whoop, and it would be returned <laughs> every single time. But right, big fan. There was one. I think it was Sakura Genesis 2018 against Will Ospreay. Five star oh, yeah. match from me. Like that match is fucking awesome. So yeah, I was really sad, you know, when obviously Skrull did what he did and it's bad and sucks, but I'm sad we don't see him anymore. Uh, yeah. I was really like becoming such a big fan of that guy, but yeah, I love him. And he starts this one off with a Pearl Harbor job of his own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does be sure it does Pearl Harbor right out of the gate with the, yeah. uh, like umbrella. he snuck in all, like it was all, it was perfectly done. Like you didn't even see him. And then all of a sudden, he slides in with the umbrella and we're good. We're off. Are you, are you telling me that he's snuck in there like a sneaky Jap, you know, doing the, um, not bonsai. What do they yell? I guess it might be, is bonsai? Amakaze. Gorilla, gorilla <laughs> warfare or something. Um, bonsai. <laughs> You're just thinking of Yokozuna. See, that's all. He's not even Japanese. Like what, what are we even doing here? You know? know. <laughs> like who, who's, who's to get mad at us when we have, yeah. have a Samoan playing a Japanese guy, but. Yeah, come on. It is what it is. Uh, should have been Shen Wu. But we have... Um, <laughs> Good call. Chicken wings. Yeah, we have all the classic Marty Skrull stuff here. The oh, finger yeah. snaps. The, uh, the uh, Oh, yeah. We have Champa busting out a front suplex onto Marty into the, the ring post, which mm. is pretty uh, loosey-goosey over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the corner knees from Champa, which is Love like... Em. Like the face wash, knees. Um, so well, good. what else we got here? Anything else in this match uh, catch your your ass? Well, let's see. Um, I have a lot of notes. Please, um, so I guess a lot. I mean, there was a suplex city chant, which I thought was interesting. So I guess <laughs> always, this was. It's funny watching these back and seeing like what's in the uh, mm-hmm. like the zeitgeist of like what's going on in WWE. There's yeah. like Adam Rose, like oh, the chip in his face is like, oh, that's that was a thing at this point. I guess. <laughs> Adam the Rosebud, da, 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 da. like they were God, doing that we like, thought oh. that was the funniest shit too when it was happening. It, it was so stupid, yeah. fantastic. Uh, I thought it was interesting hearing that. Uh, champa had wrestled in chicago apparently 10 hours prior yeah Yeah, the commentary said that like halfway through the match i'm like holy shit because this was this uh was champa like deep in the nxt or was this like when he was just like an enhancement guy yeah i think it would have been because 2016 was the cruiserweight classic and that's kind of like when he and gargano had that one-on-one which was awesome then i know they were kind of like they might have like just been forming diy here yeah i think they're like that an unofficial been, team at yeah, this point because that would have been summer 16 this was what november of 15 so yeah but yeah i mean it was just cool seeing champa wrestle in this environment because i'd never seen him outside mm-hmm. of the confines of wwe and like feel like he had an extra bit of a mean streak to him that maybe only walter and gargano have pulled out of him in wwe right. um, yeah definitely more um yeah it's like higher energy i guess yeah i mean he still, he still has energy it's just a, a different style i guess more striking based yeah I'd yeah say yeah so. also speaking of gargano i think it was their second big match so he repeats their this is a little foreshadowing when he rips up the ring to expose uh the yes boards. Yes, which was uh, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I Me didn't, didn't, I didn't I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> seemed like kind of a random match to be busting that out, but I guess yeah. for almost an intermission, maybe I don't know. 
Oh, and the umbrella shot that he I have he cracked cracked Marty right in the back with that. Dude, he broke his umbrella, and now yeah, Marty's that's... just gonna walk outside and get all wet because no on no umbrellas to be had. I know. He's in trouble. But I liked it because Marty tried to do the old uh, Eddie Guerrero thing because the, yep. there was a ref bump. Marty takes his umbrella, throws yep. it at Champ, but he catches it. But he uh, he jumps the gun, I guess, because yeah, the ref's he did still it way down. Too, yeah, he did it way too soon. I'm like, come on, Marty, you're smarter than that. Champ was just like, oh, now I got a weapon now. <laughs> yeah, all right, thanks. The ref still cashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it ended shortly thereafter. Marty had I guess gotten a drink of water at ringside unbeknownst to us yep and uh he's in some sort of hold and Marty spits the water up in his eyes and uh gets a bungee rope I guess he brought that from out you know he clearly did a lot of shit or did did we see him grab that I so when Champa undid the canvas I guess there's bungee cords holding it Uh, to the ring so they were all loose and cattywampus inside the ring so I guess Skrull uh grabbed one very resourceful of them mm. wrapped it around champa's throat in the yep. chicken wing and positioned himself so that the ref couldn't see the bungee cord and yeah. then champa goes out which i thought was a pretty creative finish very well done yeah, yeah. and i love that you said cattywampus because that's what oh. my mother used to always say and i don't hear that word ever back, or <laughs> let's ever bring it back <laughs> yeah, let's bring, let's bring it back, it back. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah pretty fun any other any other oh. notes on this one uh, just the ending again, the thank you, Champa. You know, the crowd certainly kind of sent him off. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this was uh this was a banger and uh what a way to go out. I really real quick, I also watched a Finn Balor or Prince Devitt rather versus ZSJ match that yes. was his last match before going to WWE as well, like the day before. I'm like, oh, really cool. So yeah, yeah. Prince Devitt has had some uh some bangers in progress as well. He had a really bloody street fight with Jimmy Havoc. He uh Ooh, was that before this? Yes, that was like sh- it was like one of the tournaments they did. It wasn't an official chapter, it was like around okay. 13, 14. One of I would chapters. like to watch that because I have other I haven't seen Jimmy Havoc outside of AEW, which it's been a while since he was even there. It didn't really do a ton, but other yeah. than the crack when the he won the Cracker Barrel Classic. Well, who could ever forget? <laughs> yeah. He's the Cracker Barrel champion, Jimmy Havoc. It's probably working. But yeah, I would definitely notice. love to see him in his environment, for lack no, of yeah. a better term. Like, I wasn't sold on Jimmy Havoc just from watching him in AEW. Yeah. Even like, I watched some MLW stuff he did, and I was like, eh, whatever, he staples things to people, it's fine. But man, his his, his character work in progress is some of the best yeah. heel stuff you'll ever see. Hell yeah. Um. But yeah, this match, I'd say definitely the match of the night to this point for sure. Um, Maybe overall, but I I thought this was great. Um, Again, I guess because I haven't watched Skrull in so long. I mean, it's weird. Like, I've just kind of chosen not to really watch his matches. I don't know why I go back and watch Marty Skrull matches, I guess. Yeah, but like, anyway, hadn't seen him in a while. And like I said, seeing Champa kind of in this setting as well. And again, yeah. the intensity and the urgency was there from the Pearl Harbor job. So, uh, right. yeah, I was uh, I was locked in for this one and I thought it was great. Yeah, you start off at Pearl Harbor and you just keep dive bombing into it. And then um, you take out the Twin Towers. So you got um, the, the speaking of Twin Towers, we got a tag team match here. Mm-hmm. For the ta- the progress tag team shields, yeah, well, dude, that I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Not my favorite thing about, but bringing, I loved it. Yeah, I'm like, that is so cool. 
bringing new watchers of prog people who haven't watched progress before is getting their reactions on because they the, the world title used to be a staff with an eagle on it that's awesome like a, a fucking 10 foot staff that you have to carry no around shit. it worked when like Damn. jimmy havoc had it but like, yeah like, like mark andrews or whatever just <laughs> he's like five foot five <laughs> yeah <laughs> But no, I loved the shield. It took me a second. I think I may have been like looking down or on my phone or something like when they were coming out. But then to see them each like holding their half, I'm like, that rules. <laughs> I don't think it stays around. I know eventually they get built. I don't know when that is. I hope it's soon because I'm <laughs> at one point, I think it was like a couple chapters ago. The shields got confiscated at TSA. So <laughs> That's a hard one to explain. I'm just all for uh, uniqueness and things that I've never seen in wrestling before. And uh, that was certainly one of them. Yeah. That, yeah. And there's a lot in progress. Like we there's said, Dodo's up the ass, Gimps, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> if that's not a commercial for this episode, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, um, but we got the tag team titles on the line here in a three-way. We got the champions, the Sumerian Death Squad, the team of mm. Michael Dante, and Tommy End, aka yes. Alistair Black, Malachi Black, yes, versus the the London Riots mm-hmm. versus the Origin. Here I am <laughs> on the road again. That's my first note. Such a long <laughs> intro to the song. Oh my god! For Legero, like what yeah. are we doing? <laughs> you know, Who, so I think I looked back. Was it he or Crew? Like these were the first two Progress champions, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan hence, Cruz won hence it. The origin. That's you're getting it. Yeah. You're a quick learner. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Dave Mastiff's there as well. Who was also yeah. he wasn't a progress champion, but he was there. You know, chapter two or whatever. And joined um, on twenty two, right? Uh yeah. Wow. Look as at that. You, as look you serenaded that. me to sleep last night. <laughs> that was in your dreams. That was like oh. while you were asleep, and I was just yeah, Dave Mastiff. In my voice. Also, if you check out our episode, we just put out Bo. I told him we were reviewing Progress, and he'd never mm-hmm. heard of it. And he's like, Progress? That's the name of the company. So it is kind of nice, silly. Yeah, we had a nice laugh about that. But um, well, this hey. is Progress, you know. So. It is Progress. Yeah, yeah. See, I've gone too long calling it Progress. I can't just start saying Progress, so I'm, I'm yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, we got Elgaro. We got Nathan Cruz out here with Dave Mastiff and um, Tommy, Tommy End and Nathan Tommy. Cruz start out. Yep. Nathan Cruz politely asks him, no kicks, please. Can we just wrestle? And Tommy's like, OK. And then uh, and the, the, the first like, first of all, this match takes goddamn 20 minutes to start. Oh, <laughs> my know. God. <laughs> yeah. Like what was like? We thought Paul Robinson was stalling. Oh. Although I did enjoy the you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Chant. That's a good one. That's yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, like it, 10, 15 minutes, Tommy N grabs the mic. <laughs> so they're doing like, thank oh. God. Yes, he's saying it all. I guess that's the idea here. I don't know if he's, I don't know how much 1995 ECW you've watched. A little bit, not a ton, but a little bit. Not a lot of reason to. Yeah. But. <laughs> Cactus Jack had this whole gimmick where he was like the opposite of the deathmatch guy. He was he was he would go out there to on purpose have terrible yes. matches. Yes. Lots of headlocks and all that stuff. So that's kind of the approach the origins <laughs> yes. taken here. Okay, okay. Lots of headlocks. Like even like Nathan Cruz has Tommy in a headlock. 
tags in Legero. Legero goes to the top rope, <laughs> then slowly gets to the yeah. second rope, then the first rope, and then gets to the mat and locks in a headlock. And then he ta- and then I think he tags Cruz back in. And yeah. And then because Dave Mastiff is on the outside, they throw him to Dave, they throw the guy out to Dave Mastiff, and Dave puts an arm <laughs> headlock on him on the outside. <laughs> At one point, he does like a full-on uh, headlock takeover on the on the floor. <laughs> Honestly, now knowing that this was like their gimmick, I certainly yeah, appreciate yeah. it more. Because, but when I was watching this, I was so like out of these first 10 minutes. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. this match sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tommy ended, we come here for this boring bullshit. <laughs> and then it just so breaks I down. Go back and watch it again. Just cause that's just like a level trolling there, which I can yeah. always get behind. Now that's S- something you could fall asleep S- to level trolling. I don't know. What that's, that's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah. That's level. Yeah. That's yeah. level. It's level. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we got fighting in the crowd it just breaks down everybody it's a full-on brawl all over the ballroom i think they might be fighting by the bar area um is getting beeled into the chairs it's the whole thing people get out of the way and just tossed onto the chairs that are ringside and i like how tommy after he said did we come here for this boring bullshit neither did i fucking popped Cruz in the head with the mic to (laughs) kick it off and then yeah shit just went crazy which it was awesome from this point on yes yeah it was um i'm I'm, I'm always a mark for a good mic shot i don't know just stuff oh i mean the sound is perfect and (laughs) it's just what you want random because me and my roommate watched scream three last night (laughs) fucking dewey takes the butt of the knife to the <laughs> i don't know why this just reminded me of that but i was dying laughing at that because he was trying to get murdered and butt of the fucking <laughs> i can't say i've ever seen any other scream other than the first one i saw the first one i was like i'm set yeah so my roommate it's like his favorite movie and all of them and i can get behind him and you know in spooky season I, i'm down to watch some more horror films but it was fun i like to yeah. laugh at like i like ho- shitty horror a lot and like comedy mm. and like yeah. this is like he said like this is the worst scream and definitely the corniest scream and i'm like I, it was but i liked it so that's saying a lot that's saying a but lot. anyway a mic shot is tight yeah tight tight and uh so is tommy end hits his uh acai moonsault to the outside we got everybody's doing their dives the, the london riots do double suicide dives yep and michael dante this big <laughs> bastard which if you're not familiar with michael dante anybody listening he's uh i don't know how do you describe him brent shit i he's kind of tommy end with but less hair and a lot bigger <laughs> does he have less hair Oh, less hair on his head. Yeah, yeah, on his head. Because wasn't he bald? Yeah, I think he was bald. But he had a lot of chest hair, I think. Yes, he does. A lot of chest hair. But like, but he's a lot bigger than Tommy End. Let's put it that way. He's like if Tommy End ate Tommy End. Yes. Yeah. And he flipped over the ropes, and I thought the announcers were going to have a heart attack. (laughs) That was the first part I noted where they were, like, peeking on their audio. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Yeah, maybe come. That's what it was like watching these shows. Yeah, yeah. Give them, give them the audience the full experience. I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that. But uh, But that was a fun little spot there. Of almost overshot. I didn't expect. I expected them to do a little like barrel roll, like right over the rope. But he yep. That's exactly what I wrote. Michael Dante flip over top and almost overshoots. Announcers peeking. 
<laughs> and then uh, the the London riots hit their district line power bomb, double power bomb to Legero. I put District Nine, <laughs> like the film. <laughs> Look, I only know their name because I've seen it before. And actually, what now that you mentioned it, I'm not 100 percent sure I'm I'm right. Yeah. Well, well, first James Davis got the cricket bat. Yeah, because. You see, they're in uh, they're in Europe. I don't know if you're yeah. aware. Ah, yes. They yes, really yes, need yes. to reinforce that you're watching British wrestling. So, mm-hmm. was well, better than whatever fucking bat Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan were hitting each other with. Literally looked like a kid's t-ball bat. What do you think? Do you think that was a real bat? No way. Like, did you see and hear? Like, they weren't selling them at all. Like, it reminded me of one of those like long wiffle ball bats. I said t-ball, but like a big wiffle ball bat. The only reason I ask is because like they weren't hitting each other very hard. No, that makes me think they were holding back. Maybe I feel like if it was a wiffle ball bat or if it was like a rubber bat, you're right. Like hitting each other. But that's what like, the sound sound like. It sounded so weak when they hit them. But regardless, it looked awful. I mean, how often are you hit with a baseball bat? Like, how how yeah. do you know what that sounds like? And they just weren't selling it in the least. I'm not here to kink shame, but like you know, yeah. Um, maybe we should be. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, bats. Yeah, that's a whole that's that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's in the ass. But um, yeah. we already had dildos here. We don't need to get into bats yet. Do you, have you ever listened to Opie and Anthony, the radio show? Not really, but I'm familiar with them. They did this one thing one time, like back in the day, where they would have a, this like wiffle ball bat, and they would bring in these like I don't know if they were porn stars or just general whores, but they would like all <laughs> they would like take turns putting the bat up their vaginas, and whoever could get it the deepest won like a. Olive Garden gift card or something. Um, sounds uh sounds thrilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should go check it out. Um, speaking of vaginas, we got the district line by uh, the London riots. Uh, they go for the pin, but Nathan Cruz breaks it up. We got a, a beautiful power bomb into a spear combination by Michael Dante. Yeah, that was awesome. That was nice. Um, James Davis, like you said, brings in the cricket bat. Swings it at Legero, but Legero ducks and the bat hits Tommy End in the back of the head. Yep. And then uh, Nathan Cruz rolls up Tommy End and gets the win. So the mm-hmm. origin, yes. first ever two time tag champs in progress. How about him? How about him? And one, uh, just one thing you didn't mention that I loved was yeah. right before the power bomb, Cruz slapped End and Oh, yeah. crap. you <laughs> fucked up you fucked up. like that was just good Nathan like man I, tommy and malachi alistair whatever like i hope you get well and come back yes. to our tv screens wherever whenever because i said it a million times and seeing this match again like we never even saw close to his potential in aew oh, unfortunately no. like i kept telling Bo, who'd never seen him i'm like this guy's one of the best wrestlers in the world, but we just haven't seen it really anything close to him. But no, no, yeah, it was he does. I mean, I've only seen a a, a taste of his progress stuff, but him yeah, and yeah. him and Dante have a lot of great matches for the tag titles. So yeah, it's another. I history. saw one of his WXW matches, I think, against AJ Styles, like in twenty fifteen, or that's like the one of the big indie matches of his I've seen, and it was amazing as expected. But him and him and Walter have a few matches over there, which is yeah, uh, as you imagine, pretty pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I miss him. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. He will. He will. But uh, yeah, so after the match, 
the the, the, the death squad and the riots brawl hey, hey mike you cost me the match yeah <laughs> i assume that's what they're saying yep um locker room empties to try to break them up and but then the origins kind of slunk out yeah <laughs> i will say i liked uh the origin again just uh, being the heels that they are and now knowing that that was the gimmick and slinking mm-hmm. out with the win and then what happens in the next match yeah. i'm all for it i like it yeah, this this is a uh, a very origin. Uh, the origin won the show, I would say. Oh yes, big time. <laughs> we kind of mentioned this earlier, but yeah, like they uh, Legero and Cruz, their music's playing. You know, kick my baby Here back. I am yeah. It's on so the fucking sad. road again. <laughs> and then it stops, and then it starts playing again because yeah. another origin member. <laughs> it's such, Dude, it's such, I'm like. What is going on? It's such a tedious song. It's like, oh god, we have to hear this three-minute intro to this song again. It's Zach it reminds Gibson. me of a much shittier version of uh, Drew McIntyre's original <laughs> theme. What yeah. was Broken Dreams or whatever it is? That's like actually, it reminds yeah. me of that, but just way worse. Here I am. <laughs> On the road again. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> and then we have another bald asshole coming yeah. out here. <laughs> Who I did not recognize. Obviously, I've seen him in NXT some mm. and before they turned into whatever the hell they are now. But uh, yeah, yep, bald asshole part two here. <laughs> Got Zach Gibson out here versus Flash Morgan Webster. So this is uh, so Flash Morgan Webster won the last natural progression series, but he has not cashed in his title match yet. So for whatever reason, he's putting it on the line here against Zach Gibson. And uh, this is actually the rematch or is it's a rematch of the finals of that natural progression series. So um, so that's where we're at here. And uh, yeah, Webster out here. What do you think of Flash Morgan Webster? He he has a uh, he has a stupid little face, but yeah. um, I'm a fan. I like the pinstripe pants. Um, you know, saw pants. him in NXT UK. I think it was he and Andrews. They were a tag team, yeah. Against they faced off against like Riddle and Dunn, I think. And when they were yeah. the champs, like that was the first time I think I'd seen him. I'm like. These motherfuckers can go. Actually, funny enough, they they won the titles from Zach Gibson and uh, James Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, like you said, he does have a dumb little face. Um, Man, there's some. He reminds me of that dude from Jackass. Now that you, the guy, I think he may have passed away. Uh, No, he didn't. That was Ryan Dunn. Anyway, there's a guy in Jackass. I can't remember his name that he kind of reminds me of. But anyway, I think I know who you're talking about. I forget his name too. He's like a skinnier guy. Um, yeah we're thinking about the same guy i'll I'll just figure it out i'll yell it randomly once i think of it yeah but uh yeah he he can he can fly he can move around you know got some mat based stuff in there too uh Mm -hmm. yeah it's probably only like the third or fourth match of his i've seen but yeah i like him what's a mod do you know what a mod is in the mod father you know because flash more he's the mod father oh like he's a mod yeah, I missed that, and I don't know. Be transgender? Is he like modified? I, I wish I knew. Uh, helmet because he has, he has a helmet with him. That probably comes from. The oh place yeah, he did have a helmet. Didn't yeah, he? bigger <laughs> favorite helmeted wrestler. Go. Shockmaster. Fruk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First one that came to mind. I didn't, I didn't think we were going to be able to. Apparently, there are a lot of helmeted wrestlers out there. Oh, uh, Karrion Cross. <laughs> 
that's what's going to cancel you right there. And Farouk. Yeah, Farouk. Farouk Steph. Was he Farouk when he had a helmet? I think he was like Farouk the something. Maybe. Farouk Assad, I think. He yeah, like a that last m- name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's your top three helmeted wrestlers. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have a top 50 list on uh, the next episode. There we go. But uh, yeah, fun match. Like Flash Morgan Webster. I, I like watching him wrestle. All of his like knees that he does. The moon. Dave scene. England is the guy's name from Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were actually going to figure it out. But man, I look, I look there. Up, no, but, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, that is because yeah. he. Yeah. Big Dave England you, guy. You get it. You get it. Um, yeah, no, we we all get it. Dave yeah. England, he's the man. He's and the we're man. in England here. Look at look at you're a professional. Like how Fuck. how how we all scissor together and intertwine. Yes. And I mean, it was just National Scissoring Day. So yeah, yeah, it's always National Scissoring Day. Really happy Rus- Happy Rusev Day, by the way. Oh, thank you. Happy Rusev Day to you too. Thank you very much. It's been a good one. It's. I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear it. <laughs> But um, no Rusev here, but we do got Zach Gibson here. And yeah, uh, yeah we got we got a, a DDT off the second rope by, I believe, Webster. Uh, is one point where he does like a moon. He gets they're on the outside and Webster gets whipped into the barricade, which is like a step up. And there's like a railing there and he moonsaults yep. off. I like how they kind of utilize all of the. Uh, the ball that reminded me of some lucha underground yes. i don't know how much, but just kind of <laughs> yeah, going yeah. around and just finding whatever to jump off of yeah they have had like will osprey did a moonsault off like the balcony at some okay. point so it's very, very in helico-esque yes oh that was amazing yeah <laughs> um so we got a top rope lung blower from gibson for a toque which looked absolutely her like brutal like for sure yeah <laughs> it caught him right under the chin it looked like he does a couple of them doesn't he i think he does yeah i'm looking yeah, at my there's, nose. there's so much one. happening here yeah yeah it like it starts off a little slow before the moon salts and then once they get mm-hmm. back in it it starts cooking for sure yeah because gibson spends a lot of the match working on the arm because of his yep. uh shankly gate submission which is like a uh i don't know like an arm i heard lock. him say a key lock Sounds right. Sounds yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's if, what I wrote. If, if commentary said it, can't be wrong. Um, yeah, Webster, you know, eventually starts to fight back. Hits an enziguri on the on the Gibson. That was a nasty enziguri too. Yes, because he had like the Shankly Gates like in the ropes, and then he fought out with it, and it looked really good. Yeah. Um, and then gets a Gibson gets kicked, hangs. He's like sitting on the second rope. He like yep. hangs into the ring. Get or a Webster with a 450 onto Gibson as he's hanging on the ropes. Um, Webster goes for a top rope, her and can Rana, but uh, Nathan Cruz comes out, <laughs> doesn't do anything, but he distracts, yeah, just steps out on the stage, big dumb face out there. Yep, and it's enough for uh, Webster to get distracted. Uh, Gibson f- comes off the top rope with another lung blower. This one was especially vicious, too. Yes, I think this is the one I was actually thinking yeah. of. Yeah, that was just a line drive of a knee yeah, to the it face. It really was. It hits like a cradle brain buster of sorts. And yep, I, I, I yep. bit on that one. I was like, oh, that's probably it. But no. Nope. Yeah. Two count. And then they uh, they trade roll-ups for a little bit. Yep. And eventually Gibson lands in the Shankly Gates. Webster gets to the ropes. But Cruz, that dastardly piece Loved of shit. Loved it. I love his it. foot off the ropes. <laughs> Get out of here. Taps out. Yeah. 
Gibson wins, wins, wins the trophy. Great finish again, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Just good heel tactics there. Yeah. It was Morgan Flash Morgan Webster just couldn't believe it. Bloody nose. Dude, that shot of Webster. It was like he was in the foreground and then the background's all blurry. You see the origin all yep. celebrating on the stairs. Yeah. Oh, I good. loved it. And then Gibson was basically ripping on him for putting the shot up and that he never cashed it in. I thought that was all good stuff as well. And great points. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Silly goose. Um, but yeah, and Gibson says he ain't wasting any time. I guess the next chapter is yeah. in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> he gonna... did say next week. Yeah. And I did, I did take a peek at the next card, and it will be actually a triple threat match. It's the champion versus Zach Gibson versus Flash Morgan Webster. So apparently he still Ooh. gets in there yeah. somehow. Yeah, um, I guess uh, the Jim Smallman or whatever reviewed the tape, yes. even though he's standing right out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he could have missed it. He might have been on his phone or something. Yeah. Like, oh, nerds missed that one. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that one? No, no. I mean, just a damn solid match with, uh, you know, good heel work and uh, just very entertaining stuff. Yeah, this show fucking ruled. Like, there wasn't yeah. really a down point at all other than the first half of the tag match, which was clearly intentional. Right. Yeah. No, this is very, as far as, like, yeah, like you said, there's no dead spots. Normally, there's, like, one, like, nah match. Like, but... even the comedy match was a ton of fun, as we talked <laughs> Could you imagine if that wasn't fun? Could you imagine if the crowd just like gave no reaction to condoms and <laughs> dildos up the ass, gimps and yeah, yeah, yeah. They were with it though. But um, well, that brings us to the main event. We got the progress title on the line. Yep. We got the challenger Mark Andrews versus the champion William Osprey. I'm gonna talk about the entrance songs real quick. Go for it. Number one, Andrews. I was certain that it was blink 182 but uh-huh. it's actually his own band yes. which is interesting i've fig- figured you knew that yeah called junior mm-hmm. uh good song you know re- definitely reminded me of blink 182 i think his uh his wwe song i believe was his own band too really and yeah. speaking of blink i don't know if you saw or are a fan but the original band is getting back together for a tour that was oh, like really? big news coming out today yeah so um, my man stopped hunting aliens yeah, I guess so. Was it Tom DeLong or whatever? Or maybe yeah. maybe he found him. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm done, guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But uh, and then uh, seeing Osprey come to fucking ACDC, I thought was really funny <laughs> so too. Because like I love his current entrance and music yes. now. I think is perfect for him. Um, so this was just really fun. Shoot the thrill. <laughs> Good old happy to be here, Will Osprey. Yeah, such yeah. a. In hindsight, because you were I listened to your uh, one of your recent episodes with Matt Ritter when you were talking about a couple New Japan matches. And you you were talking about, um, I think it was Osprey versus um, Okada Okada. in the the Climax Finals. And uh, you were actually bringing up like how Osprey back in the day, you you probably weren't as into him. Maybe his selling was a little weird, maybe more flippy. Uh, What what were your thoughts on seeing uh, late 2015 Osprey? Yeah, so this was even this didn't like he didn't piss me off or anything like that mm-hmm. like he did in some of the early new japan matches like i thought he was great here honestly like yeah. you know didn't seem any different than what i was used to seeing in those early new japan days but he was less annoying so <laughs> i don't know why or when that started that he just started overselling and screaming things but i didn't notice it here mm-hmm. um and yeah they did a lot of like mat work in the beginning which you don't really see him do or wouldn't really see him do back then too much 
Right. I mean, it felt like the first five minutes or so was a lot of like chain wrestling and hell, both guys were pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, he was as crisp as ever and obviously more high flying here than he is now. Um, the only like one little thing was, God, they did so many crazy moves in this, but like there was a, he had him up on the shoulder and it was almost like the reverse of the storm breaker where he tried to like flip him into a neck breaker and he mm-hmm. kind of like just didn't bring him down cleanly. Yeah. But yeah. Man, everything else was so crisp and good. And this match was fucking awesome. Yeah. And it, it, kind of the backstory here, because I was kind of talking about earlier, like Will Ospreay versus Mark Andrews. They've had two previous matches. Both were within the first 10 chapters, I believe. And Definitely the first one. Yes, uh, that that's the second one is absolutely worth a watch as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think because it's it's a different circumstance from their earlier matches, so it's hard mm-hmm. to compare. But I mean, this one was right up there with them. I think. Yeah. Um, and I, I do like the story because Osprey lost. Spoiler alert: He lost yeah. both matches, and um, that's basically the premise. Because Mark Andrews left for TNA, which I don't mm-hmm. know if he's still a part of them or not. If he's just here, like part-time but he, he yeah. hasn't been in progress for about a year or so mm-hmm. so andrews is here he's like hey osprey you've done a lot of good here in progress you beat jimmy havoc but you haven't beaten me so it's like it's easy yeah. story and solid. he's the osprey's the champ now having not beaten him before yeah so, so it's like prove that you're the real champ you know mark and i mean both of these guys appeared to be fan favorites um yes andrews especially i mean at least from what little i've seen now of progress like he kind of seems to be a lot of like the heart and soul um, right yeah andrews me. andrews is a lot of good stuff in progress because i've seen him in nxt yeah. uk and he's, he's fine there i thought a lot of stuff of him and webster or, uh yeah him and webster did as a tag team are probably the highlights of his yeah. wwe run but him as a singles in progress it is definitely it's been it, awesome yeah that chris yeah. hero match which i think is chapter 30 now that i recall correctly like okay you're gonna that match fucking ruled so I imagine yeah, yeah i've become a much much bigger mark andrews fan over the past uh five days <laughs> <laughs> better late than never I For however long ago you gave me your credentials probably yeah. <laughs> about a week but you're just gonna be speaking become... of which have you checked out any stardom yet i have not i have yeah. not yet I'll, I'll i will get into it um as soon there's as i can lot, I, there's a lot of wrestling out there i, lo- I looked at your list <laughs> and i was like this all sounds delicious you know? Yeah, it is. It's tasty. A little but soy yeah. sauce on the on the mm-hmm. side, but um, ooh, I uh, <laughs> got a half chub on that one. I think. Hell yeah, brother! Speaking of half chub, yeah. I was full chub on this one. I'm gonna be honest. So was I. I mean, after that first five minutes or so, like once they started getting it going, they never mm-hmm. really let up. Well, even then, I think it seemed to me like the idea was like because Andrews has had Osprey's number. Yes. The previous two matches so it was like every time osprey tried to like lock in something andrews had a counter for it yeah it didn't bother me i'm just it just obviously yeah. that's not what you came here to see right it's not what you expect of these two guys yeah um osprey hits this crazy acai phoenix splash to the outside lands on his yeah. feet <laughs> yeah hurts his knee i don't know if that was like a real injury or if not if they were just that that was the idea they're trying to get over it's like oh i hit a move but i hurt myself i really can't beat this guy kind of thing yeah um, but in the ring, yeah, it's just the craziness starts. I mean, Andrews, it's like a double revolution. I've never that. I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen that move before. <laughs> and the announcers even said it like you're on every progress show, you'll see something you've never seen before. And 
that I had never seen. Yeah, the double revolution DD satellite DDT. Yes, correct, correct. And then I wrote, and business has picked up. Yeah, pal. Tougher than a two dollar steak, some may mm. say. Mm-mm-mm. What would you uh what'd you think of the Essex destroyer? Man, awesome. And it's like, why doesn't he do that anymore? It seems very scary to do. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, not for him. That's but, a uh, great point. Yeah, it is. I mean, the second one, well, and then Andrews hits him with one later. That yeah, was very, it's, but I'm like, wow, that move fucking rules. I still don't even know what it is exactly. Uh, it a flipping so DDT is, is yeah. the only way you can describe it. It's yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's nuts. But yeah. um, amongst that, we got a Osprey hits his crazy handspring kick, nails it right on the button. Um, there's this one point where Osprey has Andrews up in like a blackout position, like over his shoulders. He like tosses him up. Andrews Unreal. counters into a poison Rana and then hits Slingshot a shot. Poison Rana is what I got here. Yes. Unbelievable. Just a lot of landing right on the dome in this match. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Any, any other spots stick out to you towards the end? Here? Um, I mean, that was obviously big. And then it was followed by a dragon Rana, which was kind of just mm. like your typical Rey Mysterio one with a lot of torque and speed. West Coast sure. pop. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, and then I liked and the announcers referenced it about how, you know, the man who wins the matches might be the first one that gets to the top rope. And you right. saw both guys like reaching at each other's legs to prevent that. So I thought I like that, that was yeah. really well done. And kudos to the announcers for picking up on that. Um, the So I already mentioned that spot, the weird swinging neck breaker that was kind of missed, but uh-huh. then a beautiful shooting star press by Osprey, and then an insane Spanish fly by Andrews. Mm-hmm. Then you have Andrews hitting the Essex Destroyer. I didn't see that one then, coming. Yeah, I, I didn't I, think he was going to ever take his own move. No. And then uh, what was it? He went for the shooting star into Osprey's knees, and mm-hmm. then the 630 which holy shit i'd never seen him do that before because i don't think he ever did it in new japan yeah it's been a while if he has i don't know if he ever yeah because he was um that was like his super finisher because there was for a while so the running storyline with him because it was on one of the earlier shows he hurt his neck doing it because how couldn't you yeah um so he was kind of like gun shy on doing it like he couldn't pull the trigger and then when he finally did is when he beat jimmy havoc for the title so that was like oh, their, okay their very nice. here. yeah so i mean that, that was like the... unbelievable and again perfectly executed yeah. and then picked him up immediately into the essex destroyer one two three whoo i don't know if thrill. i like this i don't know <laughs> right am i right or am i wrong game <laughs> you are right baby <laughs> i don't know what uh, let me ask you a question what's three your match flat the... what well uh, uh, what's your saying? match of the night Ooh. Oh, man. Let's see here. I mean, the main event is definitely up there. Um, For me, it's either that or Champa Skrull. I don't... It's tough. Uh, Champa Skrull, yeah. I'm going to give it to the main event here. But, yeah. um, I mean, it's... If I, I gave this so a 9, too. I gave Champa Skrull an 8.7. So, like... Yeah. I think so, too. Both very... are probably... I've been I've gotten into the whole star ratings bullshit, and I'm a maniac about it. I think I told you, I'm but a, yeah. I'd probably put both around the 4.5 star range in my book. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about, like, per second, I mean, Rampage and Walter was good. And fucking for real, yeah. Maybe I won mean, a longer match between those two, for sure. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, yeah, 8 minutes, and they did a lot of shit. 
Yeah, I mean, again, there was no, I mean, I would say the the worst match, for lack of a better term, was probably Paul Robinson and Mark Haskins. And like, as we were talking about it, I think I learned I liked it more than I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. The fucking bald asshole. That's about to say, yeah, if nothing else, let, seeing that guy get, uh, how'd he lose? Yeah, get his arm ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. But just what, like I said, what a show top to bottom, Um, you know, even like going through the card and not knowing who some of the guys were and, Mm -hmm. you know, like Andrews and Haskins, like barely knowing who they were. Right. Yeah. This was a a home run. I'm curious, like how this show stacks up against, you know, the previous 22. Yeah, it's it's I mean, they're all pretty consistent like there's no like really bad shows and yeah there might be a few if i really thought about it there might be certain shows that i might put above this one but yeah progress in this era because I, I mean i haven't seen their later stuff but i've heard yeah you know it kind of tapers off probably a lot after, with after everyone out. goes to nxt uk and speaking out and yeah all combination of things so but until then got a lot of good stuff you got walter's rise you got british strong style coming in pete dunn becomes a big deal at some point and all that stuff so yeah yeah, pretty much NXT UK at some yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, for real, yeah, there's a lot of the same guys. But, um, yeah, this was a, a treat indeed. Well, I mean, the show is great, but not enough brain busters for my liking. But speaking of <laughs> which, <laughs> I segue. you're into that kind of thing, you might want to go check out the Brain Buster Boys. Uh, first of all, Brett, thank you for uh, checking out the show, coming on. Absolutely. Talking about you are it. now going to be in my bedtime rotation, baby. Well, that's <laughs> makes me feel that makes me feel things. But <laughs> where can everybody? Can... <laughs> what? Hopefully, I can feel your things too. <laughs> that's what my wife tells me. But go ahead and tell everybody where everybody can find you, listen to you, grow oh, your testicles dear. and slap your ass. Yes, yes. Yeah, thank you again for having me. This was a blast. You can find us at Brainbuster Boys on Twitter and Instagram, even though I never post on Instagram and need to be better about it. Um, pretty, you know, decently active on Twitter. And then you can find us on all, I think, all major podcast mm. platforms under Brainbuster Boys, or we are also on the Visionaries Global Media Network as well. Um, but yeah, that is that. We just had our episode reviewing Extreme Rules, which was unique because we don't talk a lot of WWE, but uh, right. I'm locked in now for the first time in four years. I had walked away and uh, Triple H brought me back in. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're doing some good stuff over there. Yeah, they're not a lot of, uh, not enough uh, Chinese people over there. Yeah, but um <laughs> It's, well, we definitely got some ideas coming out of this. That's for sure. Yeah. Your, your offshoot podcast, uh, the Pearl Harbor Boys, coming yep. soon to uh, Hel- best jeans and helmeted wrestlers. We just, we got to have a whole whole scrum meeting after this to organize all of these because uh, I was going to say, uh, I know you're going through them, but I'm always happy to come back anytime you need a progress boy. A progress boy? <laughs> I had nothing else. <laughs> I had nothing else there. I'm like, no, I have a progress boy. (laughs) How about a progress poop? Once again, thank you to Brett's from the Brain Buster Boys podcast for joining me. On today's program, talking a little progress wrestling, go check out the Brain Buster Boys podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 
They do great work over there, so go give them some support. Follow them on all the socials, all that in the description. Follow me on all my socials as well. All of that in the description below. Apron bump across the board. We'll probably get you to where you need to go. If not, go to apronbump.com, peruse the site, follow me everywhere, rate the podcast, review the podcast, buy a shirt, twiddle my nipples, call me Betsy, do all of those things in that order, and we'll be just dandy, all right? I think that about wraps it up. Am I yelling? I'm sorry. I don't know why I yell, but that's about it all daddy has for you today thank you guys once again for listening love you all appreciate you all if i could shake all of your hands i would but for now we'll just do this hopefully that'll get some traffic to the youtube (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day um, or a shitty day. You know, whatever you, you would like to have. I'm hard. Should you a heart is standing strong